Hello, hello, happy new year, daisies. You are listening to the Mother Days podcast and I'm Teresa Palmer. And I'm Sarah Wright Olson. Happy new year. We're so excited to be back. Um, yeah. Wow, what, what a way to kick off the new year uh, when we had Taylor Page last week. Like, oh, wow, she was cannot. amazing. So good. Cannot. I, so, oh my God, you know, I'm so obsessed with her. I have you, Sarah, to thank for putting me onto her. And I wrote in my post last night about the episode and I was like, oh, I've just been feeling so much Diana Bishop witchiness in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that I'm stumbling across as we're working through the book that we're reading at the moment um, and some of the conversations we've been having, I realized that they're all conversations I've already had because when I was researching for Diana Bishop and just reading more about her backstory and things that she's interested in and you know, her powers and the elements. I was like, oh my God, how funny that three or four years later, I'm in a situation where I'm reading these things for real and applying them to my real life. And I played this character. And that's how I ended up connecting with Taylor Page was you sent me her podcast from Expanded Podcast. I was like, oh my God, I feel like this is changing my life. Sent it out to a bunch of my friends. (laughs) And then Sarah's like, we have to get on the podcast. So she was like, just reach out to her. So I decided to reach out to her. She writes back immediately and is like, I'm a fan of a discovery of witches, which makes so much sense that (gasps) she is. Oh, yes. Um, Yes. And then I was like, oh my God, I love that that show has brought this person into our life as well. So that was one of the most profound episodes that we have recorded and I have not been able to stop thinking about it. And I think it's the episode that I've listened to the most that we've recorded. I've listened to it about three times all the way through now, including with my son (laughs) Bodie, which was really beautiful. Oh, I love that. So good. And I I love that because I'm sure like he's such a spiritual person. So having him listen to that, like I should have Wyatt listen to it as well. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? A splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco. Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. So, as 
as a lot of people have been saying online, 2024 is an eight year in numerology, which is really exciting. And for Mark and I, our favorite number is eight. When you flip the eight on the side, it's infinity, which is something that we talk about a lot in our family. And I sent this to Mark last night. This is from creativenumerology.com. Eight is the number of power, material, and financial gain, achievement, reward, status, satisfaction. The eight vibration will provide the means, the personal power with which to change the status quo and accomplish a significant goal that will alter the direction and quality of your journey. <gasps> Thank God. Ooh. <laughs> love I was that. Like, wow. I love the eight vibration. Bring it on. I'm so, I'm so ready for that. And Sarah kicked off with um, something that just happened with your intention setting. And I'd, I'd love for you to share that. Um, well, I always kind of like to around the first or second or third of the year, you know, over the last couple of years, I started doing this thing where I just kind of write down um, some of my intentions for the year, some things that I'm manifesting. And I just kind of like, meditate on it a little bit. And um, last year when I did it, I just felt like I was able to fall into a deeper spiritual practice, which was really cool. And also, I think opened my mind up to so much like I was able to kind of clearly see some things uh, in my life that have been there for a really long time that just didn't feel aligned with what I wanted in my everyday life and so um, it was such a beautiful eye-opening and like wonderful experience and um, so I love to start off the year doing that and then just kind of like letting it marinate in my mind and so Mm. I was sitting there on on January 2nd writing down all of these intentions writing down words that I like really resonated for me and um and then one of the things I wrote down was about the podcast is like wanting to you know do some ads for the podcast and just like writing it down in manifestation language of like this is happening you know and I was writing that down at like 11 30 in the morning and then at 2 30 we got an email from our ads company that we got our like we got this ad and so I was like what this is crazy <laughs> a second ad ever yeah we're so excited um which just means that you know the podcast is growing and you guys are showing up and sending it out and listening and it just feels like this one big wonderful family and you know Teresa and I have mm-hmm. been doing this stuff for in the past, like however many years that we've been, you know, working with yours and mama and now doing the podcast, but we do it from a place of like true love and passion. And because we love this community and we love growing it and learning. And so anyway, it just felt like such an amazing way to start off the new the year. year and it, it happened yes. within like two hours and of by the way it, it wasn't just one it was two it was two it, was, it <laughs> double it literally double what she asked for instead of just one That's ad coming right. in they were like oh yeah you've got and the second ad we we're like wait what guys this is a what? really big deal to us <laughs> but also it represents like 
you know, we've been putting so much time and passion into this podcast and to know that it's resonating with you guys and you're spreading its message and it's getting out there and it's growing and we're seeing the numbers growing week by week. It just fills us up and we, it's just so nice to love what you do and what a beautiful reflection to put that mirror in front of us at the beginning of the year being like keep going guys keep going people are enjoying the stuff that you're doing so um that was just really validating and sarah you're powerful (laughs) well thank you um it was uh it was very i love that i can't even take that compliment i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) it's like so hard for me to like be like mm, I know you know I wish I was one of those people who could just be like I know <laughs> I'm not that person um but anyway so um so yeah so I think like to for this episode for today I would love to just start off by talking about some of your intentions uh for the year some things that you're like goals that you're wanting to set Teresa and just like what are some of the words that are coming up for you or like focuses that you um are wanting to like zero in on and um is there anything that you're doing that's different than maybe you did in years past you know um in terms of like how you're working towards it you know we had a really chaotic christmas in true tp styles um (laughs) we and i think (laughs) i think we did this really cool thing after christmas so the lead up to christmas was insanity we drove from sydney two days to adelaide we arrived with like five days to go before christmas and we hadn't done any of our christmas shopping because things are it's a little bit different in australia I think when we have Christmas in America, I just get very Amazon heavy and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I just mm. order everything and I can be very organized. But the very specific things that I wanted to get, I have to talk quietly, the kids, um, it wasn't as easy as just ordering it online. I wanted to like have a look at them in person and go to the different shops that I know have the things that I, I thought the kids would love. So that meant we had basically done no Christmas shopping Um, and then got hit the ground in Adelaide on like the 21st. But then I wanted to do all of the things that we always do, which is like we go and do the ceremony with the Christmas tree and we cut it down and then we go to Santa's Wonderland and with our friends and then we go to the Lobethal Lights and and then we go and see Santa. And there was just so many things I was trying to fit in on top of doing all the shopping and Also, it was my husband and I's 10-year wedding anniversary all in like a matter of four days. It was just so much going on. Plus, we had Forrest's birthday party as well, (laughs) which is always massive. I invited the entire year one class uh, to our house plus siblings. So we did like a Nerf gun battle in the forest and then water slides and pool party. And there was about 60 people there. Um, and then <laughs> That's a wedding, we were, by the like, way. Two day, I know. And then two days later, we were hosting <laughs> like 20 people for Christmas. So it was just wow. absolutely oh my God. nutty. 
And after that was all done and including staying up really late to like wrap everything and then having two hours sleep before the kids were like, it's Christmas at 5.15am in the morning. Um, We were just spent, spent, spent. And on Boxing Day, I still had one more family thing to go to. And I knew that from the 27th of December, it would be chill time. And we chilled in a way we have not chilled before when we're in Adelaide. Mm. We stayed on our property from basically the the 27th all the way to the 1st of January. And we just hung on the land. And one of Forrest's gifts was a metal detector. He was really excited about a metal detector. (laughs) So like the kids took the metal detector out on the land and found things. And the four of them, this little pack would put their little boots on and out they would go and they would just be outside for hours. And then we did this art studio in the gazebo on our land and swam in the pool and cleaned up the property. And I was like, oh, this is really lighting me up. Like this simplicity and being together Mm. and playing board games, I just this feels like everything to me. And it was a really good Mm -hmm. lesson, even though Christmas was so beautiful and we all had such a great time. I was like, oh, this is just the the quiet in-between days between Christmas and New Year Mm -hmm. where no one's really on their phone. There's no one to get back to. Like Sarah and I really switched off from work. I was like, oh, I'm realizing that this this feels so soothing to me because I don't have enough of it in my life. And so that feeling is what I carried through to the new year. And I, I folded that into one of my intentions, which is finding more moments of slowing down and doing less. And sometimes that's saying no to the really fun things. They're like, come out here and have a crazy day and we'll go from play date to play date. And sometimes it's just like simple is best. And I want to fold a lot more of that into my life this year because as a result of what I do for a living and the constant travel and we have so many kids and they've got friends in all the different parts of the world that we travel in. There's just always something to do. And I want to like nourish our little family community by not doing as much. Uh, That's so, that's so good. That really resonates with me just because you know that Every weekend, we have a very like get away for the weekend and be very switched off and like just be with the family. We go to Malibu, we spend time on the beach with the kids and um, we just make it like a really simple um time those two days and we don't schedule anything and Eric and I don't say yes to anything on the weekends we just kind of like you know maybe we do something on like a Saturday morning but like for the rest of the weekend it is really switched off which is so nice and so um that really resonates with me and I do think it helps 
you to stay more grounded and connected in terms of like a crazy week of work and school and all of that stuff that happens to be able to have that time with just your like little family is so special. I'll go back and tell you a little bit about our Christmas. So we went to Idaho like we always do. And um, we had an amazing holiday there. Um, We were there for like... 10 days or something and we went skiing and for the last probably I don't know since I started having kids I've either been pregnant or like nursing a baby so I haven't skied in years and um, I got to have this experience where Eric's like teaching winter on the bunny slopes and Wyatt and Esme are going up the chairlift with me and Wyatt's like coaching me down the mountain to like, you know, help me like refresh my ski legs. But he's like staying behind me and like coaching me in this beautiful way. And Esme is like so good. So she's like speeding by us and like waiting up ahead for (laughs) us. And, you know, and it's like crazy because I remember that I used to be, you know, able to keep up with people. And with the kids, I was like really careful and why it was just like, you're doing great, mom. Wow, it's a really good turn, mom. Okay, let's pick up the pace here. All right, let's try that. I mean, it was so cute. And I was like, I can't believe (laughs) that Wyatt is coaching me through this. And Esme was so cute about it, but she's just like, She's like, watch me. I'm going to go off these jumps, you know, and she's like going over these big mounds and whatever. So um, it was really special. I got to have all these days so um, unplugged and uh, and, you know, watch winter like get on the ski slopes, which was cool. And um, it was just it was so beautiful. And we like cooked meals. We went out to our favorite restaurants in Idaho. And then um, the day after Christmas, we did something that we like never, ever, ever do, which is we were going to go somewhere with our friends. um, And it was like a warmer holiday. So we're going somewhere for a warmer holiday and so we like drive back because we always do our road trips we drive back like the 16 hours and then we end up because of when no uh, one's allowed to pee and they all have to pee in bottles and stuff (laughs) 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 i was was thinking about that on our road trip and i was telling mark (laughs) (laughs) we didn't pee in bottles or anything but um this year we actually peed roadside and then in some gas stations too but we only stopped like three (laughs) times in the whole 16 hours we pack all our food which is insane i'm sure we're all just like terribly dehydrated (laughs) all right guys we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next, and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural, citrusy scent. 
I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, A silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. My kids, every, uh, yesterday it was like an hour and 45 minutes. I was like, again, again, you need, now you need a poo. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's so frustrating. No, no one's allowed so to do much. that in our car. It's like, you're not going to be able to be a part of the road trip crew if you, if you can't <laughs> keep it together. So, oh my God. so everybody, oh my we God. all pee at the same time, you know? And so, and then we all get back in the car and everybody's like, that all right, here so we go. Funny. So, um, so we did our road trip coming back and then, um, and we had this like warm holiday and it was beautiful, but why it got terrible food poisoning on the holiday. Oh and so, God. um, I know it just became like such a scary like thing to you know watch him go through so much. And he's like, and to not be in your home country with yes, your, you know, your, your, country. Co- your comforts of your local doctor. And your, yeah, yeah, exactly. And but I mean, I just have to say, like, Oh, he kills me because he is just like the sweetest. He's like full of so much like grace, this kid, because 
he would be like throwing up and then like lay back down and then he would, wouldn't be able to make it to the bathroom. And so then I would like come and help him. And I just like, we would, we're up and down all night with him. And at some point as I'm like changing his clothes and like making his, you know, a towel for his head and redressing his bed and everything, like he was like, thank you so much for helping me with all of this, mom. And I was just like, what? Like, of course, like, of course mm. I want to help you. And he was just so sweet and grateful. And like, I mean, I, I was like, he's so sick. Like, I would never think to be like, mom, thank you for like being there for me. You know, I'd be like, you, I mo- love, you better be I there for me, that. mom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, oh my um, gosh. I love that. But he's like appreciating you in... In the moment, which I think is so beautiful. Whenever my kids do that, I do find it's when they're vulnerable, like when something vulnerable is happening and you're Mm -hmm. like really like being a mom that they'll notice and be like, thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was crazy. So anyway, we just got back and back into the swing of things. But there was this day where I was like sitting out, the kids were napping and um, I was sitting out looking at the ocean and like, it was windy, but it was, you know, really beautiful. And I was just taking some deep breaths and like closing my eyes and just thinking about like what the year had holds and um, just my gratitude for the year before. And I really loved the email that Laurel and Jackson put out last year um, where you're writing down your intentions and your manifestations and what you want your team of light to, um, you know, assign to send. That's what started all of this for me last year was that email that I got from her. So, um, you know, so I just wrote down some of the things and you know I've already shared what one of them was but um but yeah I mean just it's such a wonderful way to like cleanse and think about your year ahead and and have a little bit of a like focus for yourself um Mm -hmm. before the the chaos starts you know the holidays are so hectic Mm. like everything gets hectic like school's hectic everything like feels a little chaotic between November and December and then For us this year, it was like, you know, all the things that were happening at the end of the year for us between my like biopsy and pregnancy loss and like all of that stuff. And it just felt everything just felt like it was just like a lot going on that the end of the year, that restful period, I feel like was really recharging and so nice to be with the family. So same. And I'm having it again. I'm about to start work here in Sydney, but we got here yesterday to our new place here. And my husband, Mark, is like <laughs> losing his shit. He's literally, oh no. He's like, so, no, in a good way. Like, he's, oh, okay. So he's just, you know, when Mark gets so like, the tears in the eyes and the gratitude and the like, oh, you know, his high vibes. He is that right now. He's so pumped about this house. He loves living in North Bondi. He was like, this feels like our house. I feel like we're going to buy this house. This house is, it reminds him of the LA house. And it's like right, right down the road from the beach and it has this incredible view of the Sydney Harbour Bridge and the Opera House, but then also the whole ocean. So it's like view, but also walk to the beach. And it's just like this amazing 
home that we feel so blessed to have been given to rent while I'm shooting this show. And Mark is like to set the year off with like this level of high vibes and I'm in the neighborhood and it gets, it gets dark here quite late. And last night he was walking around the streets getting some, um, groceries and he was like and it's warm in the air and there's families on the street playing cricket (laughs) and he's like this is I just love it he was so high vibes it was just so infectious and made me feel just incredibly grateful to be together and I have the whole rest of the day today we're gonna walk down the road we're gonna go to the beach and um just those days. And it's actually quite nice being in Sydney because we have a few friends here, but it's not like we have a whole massive friendship group here. So because our only friends here live actually about an hour away, we are like, we just have each other on the weekends and it's so yes. nice. Um, so I'm yeah. pumped to be here for another six weeks to finish off this job and um yeah and then who knows what the rest of the year holds I'm so open I think I was feeling like there was such a dance in my head between craving having another baby and I think because so many of our friends are pregnant and Sarah you're gonna be pregnant in 2.2 seconds and we talk about (laughs) your upcoming pregnancy and (laughs) what she could be pregnant right now we don't know anyway um it could be mass sperm could be marinating eggs could be getting met we don't know um but it's so There's such a vibe of like bringing new life in and a lot of my friends are having babies for the first time at this age as well. Mm. So I, my algorithm, I was looking at my Instagram, the for you (laughs) section and everything is babies. It's like twin babies, babies, birth. Mark was laughing so hard at what the suggestions are. And then every now and then it'll be like a little true crime (laughs) thing. And then I looked at his algorithm and it could not be more different. It is so funny. It's like, like fitness things and like butts <laughs> and like dudes working out and hip hop artists. Butts, butts. I swear, like butts, actual butts, like just big butts. He's into a big chunky butt, guys. He, he loves a big chunky butt. Oh my god! And he was like saying it was so funny. He was like, I, I, I don't know why that this is coming up in my algorithm. I and I was like babes it's okay like we all know you love a big butt (laughs) it's all good like you don't he was like I think they do that for all dudes and I was like well I wonder if Sarah looks at Eric's I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have butts on it Eric's is all like architecture travel Patagonia um uh, Eric's makes so much sense it's like really amazing bathtubs (laughs) I saw that and I was laughing my ass off literally no but I was laughing so I hard because I was like wow I love comparing our four years like his is all like the rap and the dudes wearing the grills on their teeth like he's got a lot of that it's so funny <laughs> he's he's really feels his hip-hop oh my too. god I'm looking at mine right now I'm just like what's on here right now mine has like 
Libra in January, Libra Sixth Sense, uh, things Libras don't like, because I'm a Libra. I obviously look up a lot of Libra stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Mine a lot is of, like, babies. babies. Mine's babies. And, okay, one, one, one sort of weird thing I have it? is deformed dogs. Lots of deformed <laughs> dogs, like dogs oh that have God. been maimed and like really animals funny. that have been hurt but get rescued. There's right now, there's one I'm looking at of like a <laughs> stiff puppy being resuscitated and it comes back to life. Like, I've got all that shit. Um, yeah, That's, random. Um, makes so much sense and is so funny. I get so many um in the you know like in the feed on Instagram how it's like suggested for you and it always makes me giggle because yeah. it's like women in prairie dresses who are like homesteaders making oh bread God. and <gasps> um, I'm like yeah that's that is this good suggestion for oh me or God. it's like a you know architectural house with like a lot of neutral colors and like a lot of wood and stone and I'm always like like <laughs> love oh my it. gosh uh, I, that's do you know the what one. I went so deep on ballerina farm the other day I was like scrolling oh, yeah. and scrolling she just had and scrolling, her baby. scrolling. Yeah. I know but she didn't say the gender I was like is it a little boy is it a little girl anyway I and she know. had her home birth and and then so Mark oh my god I forgot to tell the story Mark was like oh, I had please. just been like so so about ballerina farm and I was like oh my god and I said to Mark like that's it like I didn't even finish the other story I was trying to say about Mark and I but anyway so I had been feeling last year a lot of conflicting emotions surrounding like wanting to have another baby but also really wanting to like be in my season of work and yeah I was like what do I do heart versus head but you know and I had been in this sort of washing machine of different emotions swinging pendulum like have another baby don't have another baby have another baby don't have another baby (laughs) if I have another baby my agents will kill me if I have another baby like I won't ever work again (laughs) you know all those things like I I got sick of feeling like that and actually my friend Kate she said to me she was she's pregnant with her fifth kid she's the girl that I um do love well with love that and she was like all that matters like all that matters is you know is family and love and you know what do you want most in your life and I was like the thing that I cherish the most is like family and building our family. And I do feel like there's other little souls out there. And she was like, you know, it does get harder as you get older. And she experienced that herself because she had some losses the older she got. And she sort of like helped me unravel my um, swinging pendulum (laughs) surrounding these issues in my life. And I like pulled one little thread and it kept going. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to liberate myself and leave it up to the universe. Like if soul baby wants to come in, soul baby comes in and that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's the headspace I'm in right now. And so then when I was on the ballerina farm going deep, 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 I was like, this woman is just living her best. She's on this light, like she's on this land with these animals and she's got all these children and it seems like they're all participating on the farm. And I said to Mark, like, we have such a missed opportunity here. We have 10 acres of land in the Adelaide Hills. 
Yeah. We could be using our land so much more. Why don't we have animals? I know we travel all the time, but we could get a caretaker and we could live that life and and then cut to the following day. My dog was so um, <laughs> furry, was so like we got back and the renters had been staying there. She was so overgrown and I was like, I couldn't get into a groomer. I rang eight different groomers and she's just a feral of the land. Like this dog, she's a groodle. She is, she does this game where she like digs up the dirt and then like she flicks it with her back feet all over herself. And then she like (laughs) dives into the bushes and she like buries her ball and then she flicks her ball. She's got this weird like of the land thing. Whereas my other dog Dusky is like a witch turned a human into a dog and is just like an actual human. So it doesn't care oh, for wow. getting dirty doesn't care for going so I've got that <laughs> dog and then I got the other one that's just like mangy foul like covered head to toe in prickles and mud and just runs on the land so I decided I'm just fuck it I'm gonna just be the groomer myself so I start grooming her and no joke I groomed her I started at 8 30 a.m I finished <laughs> no at 6 p.m 6 p.m it went from yes it went from like the dry grooming I and then she had dreadlocks so oh no I we hadn't been with them for three months and in that three months she we left and she was pretty short we came back and she had full dreadlocks and I was like oh my god I've got to go at it so instead of buying a dog shaving kit, which I should have done, I used my home scissors. And so I started cutting it and I had to like cut her so short. And I was going, we need photos. All like Mark has taken so many photos. So I then had to pull grass seeds out of her. She had grass <gasps> seeds that were starting to oh, embed no. in her skin. And so as I was starting to go in, I could pull them out. And then I realized she had so many of them. So I had to cut all her fur down and then take her into the shower. And then we were in the shower. I fully blocked the drains up, but we were in the shower for three full (laughs) hours and I was shampooing and cutting and pulling little grass seeds out. But some of them were really embedded. And this happened to her a year ago when we also weren't in town. Um, And our house sitter was staying and he had to pull grass seeds out of her. So anyway, did it, did it, did it. Thought I got all the grass seeds. And then the following day I was like, I actually didn't get all the grass seeds. So I ended up taking her to the vet and they took eight more grass seeds out of her. But then Mark came in and he was like, you've done it. You've beaten Ballerina Farm. Come on, babe. You've been in here for nine hours. What are you doing? You've proved your point. You are homesteading. You're one with the animals. What are you doing? Did you get your feel? I got, I was like, here I am, like with the dog, me and the animals, like just in the mug. Yeah. And then I, I said to Mark, like, I can do this. Like I can run an animal farm and just have a bunch of babies. And somehow make money I'm not sure because we're vegan so it's not like we're going to be killing animals and selling the meat so I was like it would just have to be like a a vegan homestead where we grow food like a petting zoo and we like a pet like a hobby farm I guess (laughs) so that was on my list for the new year how do I figure out my version of that but all in the chaotic life that we live where we're always traveling I don't know but anyway it's a dream always traveling 
Uh, I love that Kate broke it all down with you about just like helping to unravel and that you started to like pull at a little thread because I think that stuff can be really overwhelming and I'm sure everybody when you know a lot of times we have listeners who write us and they're like when did you know that you were ready to have kids like when did you know it was the right time and you know I've the more that I read and like listen to stuff I I hear that it's skewing older, like that women are starting later in Mm -hmm. life because they're sort of establishing careers or they're starting businesses or like, you know, whatever it is that sort of delays that time period from when, what it was like when our parents were young, you know, like my mom and dad got married and had babies, you know, 20 years old. Like that's insane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, different. I think there is like a stress or pressure that we put on ourselves about, is it the right time? Am I going to be able like, you know, to have, um, kids if I start trying, like, of course for me, like even when I very first started, trying last year I was like I started to get really nervous the moment I was like yeah we want to start trying I was like am I going to be able to I just turned 40 like is this going to happen and like it was so scary to um step into it and you get yourselves into these like you know downward spirals about it so it's nice to be able to like talk that stuff out yeah I've decided I'm I'm just not gonna be in my head so much about it because I would make a decision and then I, and then I would like, my heart would hurt. And then I'd be like, oh, mm. maybe that's not the right decision. So then I was like, what if I just don't make any decision and I just live my life and if I get pregnant and I'm supposed to get pregnant. Um, and the other thing I did think about is that I, I like some of the women that I admire most in the industry are people who have such like, enriched family lives but a lot of these women are are older women so a lot of them are those who are working in their 50s and working in their 60s and they're the careers I aspire to have I'm like oh that feels really good to me um yeah you do have a limited time to be able to have children that is just the reality. We ha- we can't continue having children into our 50s. I mean, there are ways you can use a surrogate and, you know, there are options, of course. But if I want to get pregnant and birth my own child and breastfeed and do all the things, um, A, I don't have the guarantee to be able to do that. Uh, I've been blessed, so blessed four times over. But I do have to... I. I look at the fact that I'm about to be 38. I probably feel in my heart that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to want to do it in the next few years. So that's also been a part of my letting go of the decision and stop worrying about what other people think. I was so afraid of, well, what will my dad think? He'll think this is such a bad idea. What will my agents <laughs> think? Will they be disappointed? Will I get dropped by the agency mm. if I have like yet another baby? Um, what will my manager think? Well, like I just, and I know you had some, you know, you also had a few worries about that too. Like it's hard in our industry to go and disappear for nine months at least 
um, and nine months typically meaning like you can work up until a certain point. But there was an opportunity I had when I was pregnant that went away because they wouldn't insure me as a pregnant woman. Um, so mm. it's so it's an interesting conundrum, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. And you're, and yeah, I've had the same exact feelings and stuff about that too. And, um, I think it's good to just like go, okay, I'm just going to put it into the universe and see what happens. And I know that that's something that I want for myself and, um, that feels really good. So, um, So going to a little bit more uh, goal setting or intention setting for the new year, um, I kind of like that through this conversation, we've both had this feeling of like simplifying a little bit. I mean, things can get just Mm -hmm. so chaotic. And I think the end of the year last year was, you know, definitely showed me how things just can like I can see how overwhelming it all is between like school emails and like calendars and you know all the stuff that you're trying to like spread yourself thin for um and maybe maybe part of it should be the like simplifying a little bit because in our new year where we were with our friends on our holiday um the thing that we got into doing more than anything else on the holiday was playing Rummy and Uno. And we, I never, I, I lost my phone on that trip probably seven times. I had to do find my iPhone so many times because I kept like putting it somewhere and then never going back to it for like the whole day. And then I would forget where I had put it. And so it was such a good feeling. And, um, obviously when you're on vacation, you can do that. Right. But, um, it was nice to be able to do that and to also just see like what happens when you are able to put it away and like how you can sit there with your friends and play cards and you're just having a conversation and connecting and like, you know, um, and you're able to run and play in the park with the kids and, you know, have dinner mm-hmm. and you're not like split between two worlds, you know, at least for me, like I have a hard time being split between two places. Like I'd like to kind me of too. slip away to go do my stuff because it's hard for me to, to split between the kids and work but um but it was nice just to be able to be present all those days and play so many games of rummy and so many games of uno with the kids and it's my favorite thing i love playing games uh we play board games like there's no tomorrow (laughs) i've got so many good recommendations for people to like so many new ones we found and Oh my God. My, one entire suitcase, Sarah, that came with us to Sydney is board games. Like an entire huge suitcase <laughs> is just all board games. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I've seen the way that you pack toys and games for, for trips and it's amazing. Oh my, God. Um, oh my God. And one of the things I think that I would love for all of us to do um, is this idea that Teresa and I have for our Daisy dream circle. And so that is on my goals and intentions for the year is that we put this together, but basically what's going to happen, right? Is we would like to create this Daisy dream circle to where we can all come together um, and see each other 
uh, on like a Zoom call. And so we can have a theme for the circle. So if it happens like on a new moon or if it happens like, you know, for spring, summer, fall, winter or however we set this up. Um, But we would love to see our daisies and to be able to bring in someone to do like a moon circle or to have a topic Mm -hmm. that we all come to the table with and have a conversation and just be together in that way. And I know that our daisies are all over the world. So we're going to start our circle um, online and then eventually we would love to do it in person. So um, if that sounds great to you guys, that's a little bit more of the idea of what we're um, Mm -hmm. thinking about offering then send us a message dm us like when you hear this podcast like send us a message and let us know if this is um if that sounds exciting to all of you and then we will logistically figure out how to make this happen and we'll get it started um pretty soon so um that was one of my biggest like goals for the year on my yes, I have that you know intention list so is there anything else that you so want to discuss Tess? um no i think for me this year is about finding those moments of slowing down. I've been noticing a lot of people jumping on board the down with the multitasker, which is great. That's exactly what Sarah was just talking about, how you never Mm -hmm. feel that you can be fully efficient in any one thing when you're doing so much. And that is really important to me. I want to be so present with the kids. And um, and I have been... using my phone less and dedicating specific work times. So I want to just keep leaning into that. And actually it's really nice working on set because I do have a lot of downtime in the trailer where I can get emails done and I don't feel guilty about being on my phone. Um, So that's, I want to lean more into that. And then, you know, just health stuff, like really taking care of myself Oh, I've started baking, becoming the vegan baker of the house. <gasps> what? Um, oh, yes, yes. I, I baked a focaccia the other day, which was so yummy. And um, now I want to do like an olive tomato focaccia with caramelized onions. That mm. is my next thing I want to oh. do. I brought my sourdough starter with me. I started feeding a sourdough starter. And <laughs> that's another part of my homesteading that I'm doing. I was going to say, <laughs> do we need to get you like a linen smock apron or something? Like, I feel oh like God. it's time. Or one of those we need, ovens that we cost the- $100,000. <laughs> I know. And like... Like some <laughs> cast ironware and shout out but to I anybody who has a good iron. cutting board <laughs> recommendation. Yes. Yes. Um, oh so God. that's been fun. That's been fun because everyone knows Mark's the chef in our family. And I was like, but I... I want to do something like what can I do with food and I was like oh I'll be the baker so that's been that's been Uh, really nice too and that just lends itself to that those slow days at home you know really nice 
Oh, amazing. Well, Daisies, we love you so much and um, so excited to start this year off with all of you. And um, we have some wonderful episodes coming up and um, we just can't wait to share all the things with all of you. And we hope you had a beautiful holiday and a happy new year. And we would love to hear what some of your intentions and goals and manifestations and things are as well. So send us a message and we love reading your DMs and all of your feedback from our last few episodes has just been out of this world. Amazing. And I so appreciate, I have to say, I know we said this in the holiday episode, but I, all the feedback from the pregnancy last episode, you guys have continued to write and send stories and they have just been, I read every single one of them and it's just been so, I'm so glad that we did that episode because I Mm -hmm. was so scared beforehand and, um, it really means a lot to me that you guys have reached out afterwards. And, um, I just felt like I could release it all and I was so held by Mm -hmm. everything. Um, and I just really appreciate that. Oh my gosh. There's something I forgot to say, Teresa. Yes. Eric was listening to an episode of Andrew Huberman's like podcast and he talked about there there was something where they were talking about the writing down in a journal and you're writing down um you write down like a trauma that's happened, like something that mm. that happened to you or like something that you really want to let go of or something that was hard or something bad that happened and um you write it down And it's just like a brain dump. And Mm. um, and then you write it down again the same way. And they did this study. I'm going to butcher it. So I'm not going to tell you what the study was. But basically, it was like a study of people who wrote everything down, did it again, did it again, and how their interpretation of it changed um, throughout those times that they wrote it down and how you could tell that it was like really intense the first time, but then it started to like get less heavy, less descriptive, like things like that. And so, and I was like, wow, this whole study is so amazing because it's totally what Teresa was talking about, how when she has anxiety and, um, and she has to do this journal dump and when she does the journal dump, she's able to let it all go. And it's like stream of consciousness. You're not thinking about your spelling. Mm -hmm. You're not thinking about punctuation. You're just writing down everything that was bothering you in your head or that was anxiety whatever it was. And then you, that's so powerful that that's like talking it through and like allowing yourself to let it go. So I just wanted to put that out there. I meant to say that earlier, but I think that is such a great thing to take into the new year when things come up and you want to like let them go and not let them live inside of you, write them down in a journal and just write it all out and then close the page and let it go. You don't have to keep it. You can burn it. You can throw it outside, like whatever you want to do, throw it away. But, um, but what a cool thing and that they've done a study on it to prove that it actually works. So Anyway, it was much more in-depth study than anything it that I just said. So. so don't it's like don't hold me to any of it. <laughs> no, that's yes. it's so good. Like a purge, like a purging. Like a purging. But that also just made me think we should 
for our first Daisy Dream Circle, I feel like maybe I'll lead like a manifestation thing where the first thing I always (gasps) like to do is a purging of self-limiting beliefs. So we start Mm. there and everyone like on live on the Zoom, we're all writing our own things. When everyone's done, like we... We don't have to burn them, but I was like, we burn. That's what I usually do is burn them, but (laughs) I don't want to start a fire. So like, Um, you know, you scrunch it up, rip it up, put it in the bin, whatever. And then we're like clear to start talking about the things that we want to call in. So maybe that should be the first Daisy Dream Circle. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, great. I'm going to put it out there. I finish work February the 16th my son's birthday is february 17th so i'll definitely have a big party for him probably a week later i'm (laughs) gonna put it out there that for my 38th birthday i'm i'm february the 26th in there we should do our first daisy dream circle okay great let's do it all right guys hold us to it (laughs) hold us to it life gets busy so hold us to it end of february let's make it our first daisy dream circle in the next couple of weeks we'll figure out a way to have you guys sign up for that and uh and then we'll jump on a zoom all together and make this happen so um amazing we love you daisies so glad we figured this out on on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) today and um wait dead at um all right guys thank you so much happy new year and you can find us on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts bye